Hi there, and welcome to Drive Time, Thrive Time for Divorce Moms with me, Erin Breeze. We are out on the road of life after divorce, and it is a really beautiful day here in sunny Southern California. I am driving between Long Beach and Redondo Beach, and it is really bright and clear after a super blustery day. We had just a ton of rain and wind yesterday, so it was chilly. We get very spoiled here, spoiled, spoiled with our warmer weather. And I am, I am happy to be in, in safer driving conditions, that's for sure, today. Lots of, not everybody here in California knows how to drive in the rain, <laughs> turns out. <laughs> I, on the other hand, have lots of experience from my, my days in Florida, learning to drive in Florida, where, of course, we have hurricane-like storm systems that we, we have to learn on. But not everybody has had that, so I do notice that it rains even just a drizzle, and you got to be very defensively driving here. At any rate, that is not what we're talking about. We are not going to be talking about driving and weather. We're going to be talking about a theme around what is it that you want. And so I was on a call earlier with one of my wonderful clients, and we were talking about communication, communication with with exes and part of part of the way that I approach this with everybody in my own life too is first we got to get clear on like what what works for me what is it that I want and one of the things that I notice is that as women and moms we often are not starting from a place of what do I want often first we're in our we're like we're already when it comes to a situation like reacting or responding to somebody else's preference or need or demand, right? And so even though we were just talking about specifically like thinking through strategies in communication, it really brought to my mind this much bigger question around what do I want? What works for me? And how do I, you know, apply that in all areas of my life to ensure that I am prioritizing my needs, my interests, my preferences first before I say yes to things, make you know, offer things, um, make allowances to things. How do I make sure that I that my voice is there? Because often I notice, like we we just we have fallen out of practice, many of us, on even knowing what that is. We we forget because we've developed this habit from motherhood or partnership or both of of like really having to accommodate others for a variety of reasons and we become really good at it (laughs) really good at accommodating others so much so that they don't even realize (laughs) sometimes and then when we stop accommodating because we realize it doesn't work for us you know there can be some adjustments that have to be made because people whether it's a former partner or kids or whoever friends in our lives colleagues if we have been operating where their needs just magically get accommodated right we we got to look at that ladies because it just it, it's draining it's not sustainable over time it will drain us so first I want you to take a minute and just sort of check in with you like are there are there relationships in your life that need a little bit of an update, that need the full presence of who you are now. Sometimes, you know, let's be honest, like obviously we're in our 40s, 50s, 
wherever you are, you've had at least a few decades of accumulating relationships <laughs> under your belt. So sometimes people really need an opportunity to get to know the updated, the 3.0, 4.0, 5.0, whatever version of yourself you feel you are on. And when it comes to how we communicate and the boundaries that we set and the way that we state our preferences and make our requests, like it's a really powerful part of this life after divorce journey I have found and I see it in my clients too and so specifically so in general I would love to invite you to just kind of reflect on that like are there relationships in your life where you want to get clear about what you want and how that relationship goes and and where the boundaries are set how you communicate how you reciprocate and just notice if anybody's flowing into your mind. That probably means that two things. One, either that's a place to, to improve, right? To look at a, a relationship makeover. Or maybe there's somebody floating in your mind now that you're like, wow, I really, this really is balanced. I get to state the needs. I, I do state the needs I have. I get them met. They're, they're fe- it feels really, really good to be in that type of partnership. And I believe that if marriages came to an end it was because there's some part of the the relationship that is that became imbalanced and it's not necessarily anybody's fault it's really about maybe needs changed over time maybe we became clear about who we are over time and kind of grew out grew, grew past where our partner wanted to go in an area of life that just became too important too big of a deal for us that that it then becomes unsustainable right so it's okay like it's okay when we notice that there's imbalance and then we have to decide all right is there like are both people interested in in kind of writing this making it co-creating something new or does the relationship need to conclude in that form and then become something else and then we have all of this wonderful opportunity to direct how we want that something else to go and this is true of any relationship like I'd love for you to think about what is one relationship that needs some updating and then trust yourself trust that even if you have some needs that you haven't been practicing stating and you and you're ready to start that relationship may have a break we may need to have some space and time maybe not permanently Maybe it needs to just transform. Maybe everybody just needs a little space to kind of reset, regroup with this new dynamic. But trust yourself because I promise that what's not in your best interest is staying in something where you know that you are overriding yourself. It will always come come up. It'll find its way. And sometimes that, you know, that can come up in ways that are really unpleasant or destructive even to ourselves, to the relationship over time, to other people when because of the like the angst or the frustration that it creates for us, right? So just notice like where what how would you rate the quality of your those key relationships in your life? And so are there any that want you that want some updating so that they're a better match to who you are now, right? Like we, there's a, we've been on this accelerated path as I hit 80 miles per hour. I guess we will talk about driving (laughs) some more. On these open roads without winds and puddles that were splashing on the windshield yesterday from the other side of the freeway. Don't you love that? You're driving along and you're on that inner lane. And um, I was on the inner carpool lane and then it's totally started all of us because the puddle that the other driver like went through it splashed on our windshield like it it 
totally washed the windshield. Um, anyway, not today. As I already said, these are open roads. We are at 80 miles an hour. And when I... We are accelerated. All of us are accelerated. That's one of the things I love about divorce. If we choose we to, to look at it this way and accept it this way, like it accelerates our growth and transformation because it's such a big disruption, right? And that's great. That means we have a lot of momentum available. A big disruption means a big force, and we can then choose to use that force toward the outcome that we want now in our lives, right? And yesterday I talked about how I do believe divorce brings for all of us the opportunity to claim self-trust and claim self-love and claim self-worth there's so much here for us so also I notice a lot of updating like often you know when when I start working with clients we're starting with the relationship with their former partner in terms of navigating you know communication and co-parenting and boundary setting and all these things but but once we get that in place what I what what I do notice consistently is like there's this updating then that happens with all of our key relationships because as we integrate all of the lessons the wisdom that's brought to us from this journey everything needs updating and that's a good thing it's a really good thing because what we don't want is to not to like to be in a space of like stagnation stagnation with relationships means that there's some um, lack of like there's some st- stagnation is like an arrested development in my view because there should always be evolution and expansion and then that of course can doesn't mean relationships all have to end you can grow you can transform and co-create together but we don't want to have stagnation so this is this really amazing time to look at the quality of all of your relationships and and see like you're a new person now where where is there an opportunity to be even more fully present in this new you fully embodied and have the quality of your relationships really match the quality of where you are in your life right and you know I started this conversation around um, with the example of like looking at communication specifically with a former partner and I, d- I do want to speak about that for a little bit um, because we have so much freedom to choose how we want this to look and and not a lot of role models sometimes it feels like well how what is the frequency of communication between divorcing co-parents like how should that go where what's what's the model what's what's the ideal right and the good news and maybe for some the like it can feel a little uneasy at first but it I promise like it's an invitation for you to step into that and answer it because there is not there is not a model that is for everyone but the core of the model for everyone starts with the same question which is what works for you what is it that you want and if you start with well what do I want and then give yourself permission to be really honest with yourself that's the place to begin because when relationship communication is like the like that's the flow of a relationship it's it's in the communication so if you're in a process of transforming a relationship looking at the way that you communicate the frequency the medium whether it's text email in person phone like all of these things you you really I want you to be super intentional is this what I want is this working for me and then the other thing I want to offer to you is trust yourself like 
and trust, know that it's going to evolve and that is okay. The way that it needs to be to work for you right now is not permanent. You can change your mind. So I think for women, for all of us, we want to give ourselves permission to answer two questions. One, what is it that I want? Right? And then we want to give ourselves permission to say, and what is it I want newly or differently now? <laughs> right? Like We get to change. And it should change because as we find our new footing as co-parents um, on the divorce journey, like new stages will will evolve ideally right that there's and I get that there are some extreme examples where you just have to if you're in more of a parallel parenting situation then it might be less evolutionary than you would wish but you can keep evolving and nothing can stop you from that and you get to again set the boundaries beginning with that question what do I want what works for me and then and then you get to keep evaluating that and noticing as you heal, as you grow, as you transform yourself, you might have a different answer. And things that feel impossible to imagine for now, you know, someone, um, I was talking with someone about, you know, this Thanksgiving, I was invited to the meal with my ex and his new wife, his, my girl's stepmom and my girls, right? And I know for some people that feels super, super impossible or so far into the future. That's okay. Honor wherever you are. The point is to be honest with where you are so that you can state what you want, what needs you have, then build a strategy to, to, to create the boundaries. And then your work is to hold your boundaries. And there's so much learning that happens for all of us when we do that, because will the boundary get tested? Of course it, that it, it needs to be, it's actually an important part of your process when people test your boundaries. And I, would love for you to look at it that way if you're willing is that when boundaries get tested see it as an opportunity for you to strengthen the boundary you don't have to go right into frustration that it's being tested which sometimes we have a tendency to do I actually really like it when boundaries are tested because it shows me like oh if I have a feeling about it like of frustration like oh this is just showing it's drawing my attention I need to do some more work here I need to really empower myself to stand in this boundary and make it so clear that it's not up for negotiation it's not up for discussion right and then that that's a really powerful process when we do that and the more we do that you know either we just have to keep doing it but you will notice that it bothers you less when it's tested or and often I do see this over time it really does stop getting tested because you consistently consistently held it. Um, and sometimes with people in our lives and you might, you know, as you were scanning to think of the quality of your relationships is that if you have boundary testing people or people who you have not held a boundary with, right? Like it's just going to take them some time to understand that you mean it now. And that's, that's okay. But then you get to decide again, if that's not, if you don't want to be in that space for some of these relationships, you can, you, you opt out, you change it, you transform the dynamic and you have the power to do that. So I don't know if you can tell I'm off the freeway, probably got a little quieter. I am almost just a, a little bit away from Ray's school for her pickup. So I'm going to sign off. But if you are, if, if this is, bringing up some things for you that you're ready to work on, if you're ready to transform your co-parenting or parallel parenting dynamics so that that feels more powerful for you and less fraught, uh, with less tension, with less conflict, if you are really ready to, to, to look at everything, to do a full 
360 on your life and see, okay, where am I with my life after divorce? And what is it that I want? And how do I go after it? Um, I would love to support you on all these things. So look in the show notes. There's ways to connect with me. You can absolutely start with my free masterclass. There's links for that in the show notes and also on my website, erinybreeze.com. And most importantly, connect with me directly. DM me inside our Facebook group or send me an email back to one of my emails if you're on my list. Reach out. Let me know how you're doing. I love hearing from you. And then we can talk. We can schedule a strategy session and see if we're a fit. And that begins all of this wonderful happy home transformation, um, transformational work, which you can, again, learn about at erinebreeze.com. So I hope you're having a beautiful day wherever you are and however the weather is for you. And until next time, I am sending you so much love. And today, also, actual sunshine. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.